Good morning. We're moving into the late morning in the afternoon. But I think I'm going to do this as long as I have inspiration to do it because um, I find it enjoyable. So as long as I don't have anything else getting in my way, I will do a live video that doesn't have my face on it because I'm not interested in that um, to go through Matthew. So welcome to February 1. Hi. Welcome to February 1. Hi, Jasmine. Um, and that means Matthew 1, which is where we are here. So if you saw yesterday's video, I went through this whole part, which is the genealogy. Hi, Alma. The genealogy of Jesus. 14 generations, 14 generations, 14 generations. I love that so much. And then I wrote that all out. So go watch yesterday's um, live video to see that. Um, and then yesterday afternoon, after I did this and I showed Matteo about these these three, uh, four generations that are not here, and I figured out that, you know, God had said those four generations are not going to be there. Anyway, I was so excited. I showed Madison, and he was like, oh, man, that's really cool. Um, I want to compare that to Luke's genealogy. And I said, Luke has a genealogy? I was so excited. Hi, Sister Brenda. So I went over to Luke. And I wrote his down. And this is crazy awesome. Um, so both of these genealogies, this one is, this one right here is Matthew. That's in Matthew 1 that we're reading today. And then this is Luke 3. And um, it the difference in them, um, this goes all the way through the kings. This follows the kings from Abraham to David, to, um, you know, and to, until there's the, the, there are no more kings because they're taken into Babylon. Um, but anyway, this, this particularly follows the line of the kings. Luke's follows Mary's line. And so it starts with Abraham and it runs, 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 and it gets down here to David. And Matthew follows Solomon because Solomon was king. I learned so much yesterday. I had so much fun. Hi, Sister Sharon. I had so much fun. So Solomon was king after David, and so Matthew keeps following that. But David had more children with Bathsheba. I knew that he had two children with Bathsheba, the one who died, the first one, and Solomon. I did not know he had four sons with Bathsheba. What is my problem? I'm so embarrassed at my lack of knowledge, but we're we're catching up on it as we go. It's what life is all about with the Word of God. Never, ever, ever think you are finished learning the Word of God. I have been studying the Word of God as the daughter of a pastor, hearing the Word of God so many times a week. I can't even count how many services I've been in. And I, it's so cool that I am 50 years old and still learning things and that I'm still so psyched about the word of God. There is a never ending treasure trove in here. It is wonderful. And I'll bet those of you who listen, you will have things to add in the comments also. Things that you knew about Bathsheba and Solomon or things that you knew about these sons. Anyway, so, so, so cool. So 
the thing about Luke in, in connection with these genealogies in Matthew, Luke's jump ship right here at David. Can I don't know if you can see here. Uh, let's see if I can zoom in on here. Okay, I can a little. Move the camera a little bit. Okay, let's see. Well, I don't have a great situation, but nevertheless. So you get to David here, and you get to David here, and the one in Matthew 1, which is what we're reading today, keeps going following kings. And th this other one that's in Luke that Madison brought up to me jumps ship and moves over to Nathan because Nathan was the other of David's sons with Bathsheba. That is so cool. I love everything about this grace. This is, you know, ye yesterday's video, I kept talking about the grace of God. And then here it is again that the line that Jesus came from. So let me finish this statement, then I'll tell you why we believe this is Mary's line. The line that Jesus came from um, is with Bathsheba. This is the woman he committed adultery with. He had her husband murdered. There's just nothing good about that relationship. And I have often found myself in tears over God's grace in this situation because we just want to, you know, I mean, we might want them saved if they commit adultery, but we don't want them as our pastor. We don't want them writing a book that goes in our Bible. You know, I mean, I say we don't, I'm saying a very broad statement, but God was not afraid of their sin. God's grace is that powerful. He was not afraid of David and Bathsheba's sin. In fact, from David and Bathsheba, both genealogies from Joseph and from Mary have their starts are from awful scenarios. Hi, Megan. Hi, Crystal. So anyway, um, so in, in Luke, we jump ship and we go over to, not jump ship, but we move sons from Solomon and we go to Nathan, which is a second son that, that David and Bathsheba had. And then that line keeps following, keeps following. And so that's why the names get different right there. They are the same from Abraham all the way through um, to David. And then we've changed sons in Luke from where they are in Matthew. And we go to Nathan, which is... Um, Solomon's brother, David and Bathsheba's other son. And so then um, in Matthew, you every one of these kings that it follows, you can, if you've got extra time in your day, you could go find um, their stories. And it's a lot of, it's very interesting to read all of their stories, to read how God rescued them. Um, this line, no stories. There is nothing about this line in Luke 3. And so Luke 3 goes on and on and on. And of course, yesterday, one of the things that I wanted to point out was, um, let me pull this off of here. Oh, this is my first undo, so I'm going to be very careful. Um, we, th this, this line here keeps going, keeps going, keeps going. And we get to Joseph here and then we get to Mary. This says Joseph, as was, um, as uh, I think it said Joseph, as he was supposed. There's a parentheses. I can't remember the exact line, but it says Joseph, as he was supposed to be Jesus' father. So here, 
in Matthew, we find that Joseph's, the, the man before Joseph is Jacob. And in Luke, we find the man before Joseph is Heli, H-E-L-I. This is, by the way, in Luke, um, Luke 3, 2 through 34. That's where this genealogy is. And it goes further than what I have. I just have it going, I just started in Abraham because I wanted to focus this. Luke's goes all the way back to Adam. Um, so we get down here to, to Healy and Joseph. And the, the thing that we, the reason I want to, to know this and why it's different from this, which says um, the father of Jacob was, I mean, the father of Joseph was Jacob, Mary's uh, husband, um, is because I want to be able to give an answer to every man. Hi, I see the shells are watching, but it's a husband-wife name, so I'm not sure who's on there. Hi, David, Stevie Shell. Anyway, Healy um, is the, it's, it was very common for if a dad did not have a son to inherit, he adopted the son-in-law. And that's what is happening here. And the, where, that st where we find that in the law is in Numbers 27, verses 4 and 7. This is that story, Numbers 27, 4 and 7. This is where um, they had initially said that, um, let me see if I can zoom this back out here. Here we go. They had initially said that, um, that the sons would inherit their father's property. And this man had four daughters and the daughters came to Moses and said, what are we going? I can't remember if it was Moses or Joshua actually. Um, but anyway, the daughters came to whoever was the head and said, well, what are we going to do? My dad didn't have any sons. And hi, Carrie, my dad did not have any sons. And who's going to inherit his property? And um, they determined that the woman could inherit her father's property if she married within her tribe. So remember yesterday's video, we talked about the tribes. So they didn't want land from the tribe of Judah because the girl married somebody from the tribe of Levi or from the tribe of um, Manasseh or whatever. They didn't want property that belonged to Judah going to this other tribe. And so if the girl married within her tribe, she got to keep her father's property and add that to her husband's property. But if she married outside the tribe, she lost her property and she only re um, attained her husband's property that she married into. And so Mary is also, we see from, from this right here in Luke, Mary is also from the line of Judah. We've got Judah here, we've got David here, and then we've got David's son here. So this is Mary's genealogy, not Joseph's. And it looks like Joseph's because they didn't have, um, let's see, I, I wrote down here, the Greek word that was used here, the son of Heli. Um, Greek word H-Y-U-O-S, translate into English, a son. Can also mean legitimate son, son artificially constituted, son as implying connection in respect of membership. Okay, so that is how we know this is Mary's genealogy. Love it. Okay, 
So then I'm going to move on in, in Matthew 1. Um, I love this so much. Verse um, 18, people who do not understand that hero Israel, our God is one, and they are trying to put together, um, hi Elizabeth, they are trying to put together how the Father and the Son and the Holy Ghost are one and the same. Um, the This scripture right here and this alone absolutely blows out the Trinitarian doctrine out of the Bible because Mary was found with child of the Holy Ghost. Well, whoever impregnates the woman is the daddy. Hello. So clearly we don't have a difference between a father and a Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost is the father. Um, I love this stuff about Joseph. He was a just man. If you've not heard my podcast during the Christmas season, go to um, Sacred Ritual wherever you, actually not wherever you listen to podcasts because I was not doing podcasts um, on Spotify and the other platforms during Christmas. I started that after Christmas. But if you go to um, Apple Podcasts or um, Podbean, I have a podcast about Joseph. I love him so much. And I find it so cool that the original Joseph, which is um, Jacob's son, the original Joseph was a dreamer. And this Joseph is a dreamer too. Every time God talks to Joseph, he talks to him in a dream. I love it so much. So then last but not least, my personal um, research in Matthew 1 is I personally wanted to know, I wanted to know, um, Matthew says that, that um, he is, let's see, all this was done, verse 22, that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken of the Lord by the prophet saying, well, I wanted to know what prophet said that. I knew it was going to be in the Old Testament. So I went and looked it up. Um, that Blue Letter Bible is a great um, app if you've not used that. We talked about that at the Bible journaling the other day. You can watch that live stream on here as well. And it's Isaiah. Isaiah chapter 7, verse 14. Therefore, the Lord himself shall give you a sign. Behold, a virgin shall conceive and shall bear a son and she shall, and shall call his name Emmanuel. And then Matthew, God love him. You know, Matthew 28, 19 is where we even, is the only place that people have developed a, a false doctrine of baptizing people in the titles Father, Son, and Holy Ghost because we only see in here when they baptize people and it tells us what they said in the name of Jesus Christ or the name of the Lord Jesus Christ or something along those lines. But Jesus is always mentioned. So Matthew 28, 19 is, is the only reference that they have where Jesus said, go ye therefore into all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost. Matthew did not believe in three separate... Um, uh, uh, persons in a Godhead. Matthew was the one who said, um, she shall call his name Emmanuel. And then Matthew said, not Isaiah, Matthew said, which being interpreted is God with us. Love it. Love the word of God so much. You guys have fun with Matthew 1. If you've got any other notes and ideas and tips and things that are lighting off your brain, please put them in the comments.